0: Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to the 262 Podcast. It's John Lewis. Um, thanks for tuning in. It's Monday. It's rest day. I am taking that to the extreme, kicked back, relaxed, uh, and uh, super pumped that I finished my first week of my half marathon training plan. I did... I... Oh, okay. I... What is six out of seven? I skipped one day. I was supposed to cross train on Saturday and I didn't do it. And what I've been doing for cross training is like a hit workout through the Apple uh, Fitness plus thing. So I get I put it on my TV and I flail around and my wife makes fun of me. Um, I was supposed to do a cross training session on uh, Saturday and I skipped it I just skipped it um, and I <laughs> have uh, my little schedule that I printed out and I've got it uh, on on the fridge magneted up and uh, I have I stole a uh, Crayola marker from my daughter's crayon box and kind of blot out each day that I complete in red um, and I didn't punch-in Saturdays, and I did my long run on Sunday, more on that later, and, uh, my wife, Lottie asked, you're, you can't just do it, you can't just give it to yourself, and I said, but who am I, if I did that, I, I would know that it was a lie, and who's that, who am I lying to, <laughs> like, it's just, that's a little thing for me to keep track of, and also, it's kind of nice that, um, In the first week, I didn't do one of the workouts because I think that kind of takes the pressure off. Like now I've released myself from trying to be a perfectionist. I cannot do this perfectly now. I've already muddied it up a little bit. So now I can just do the best I can to do as many as I can. And maybe that's not like, uh, you know, the Spartan warrior mentality that I'm supposed to have in attacking this program, but I feel pretty stinking jazzed that I got six out of seven this week. So, um, yes, I, uh, cumulatively ran like 12 miles this week, which is not a lot of miles. I'm I mean, people, I was talking to my sister-in-law who is a runner, um, and she was her average not she's like running 35 miles a week, 35 or 40 miles a week. And I just can't even like, I I can't accept that information right now. And I know that people run more miles than that. So, um, every once in a while in the literature, you come across someone, you know, just training for an ultra marathon running a hundred miles a week. And it's just like, I can't even that the time that it would take to run a hundred miles a week. However, having said that, I, there was a time when I couldn't conceive of running 12 miles a week. So, it's also exciting as I look down the scope of uh, what's to come in the training plan. Um, later on, my longest run before I do the 13.1 mile half is a 10 mile long run. And I'm both very excited and very nervous about the prospect of running 10 miles at a time, um, just as a long run. I can kind of, I mean, here's the thing. I think I could go out and run a half marathon like tomorrow Te- like physically, I think I could accomplish that, but it's this idea of, you know, you're building your mileage and you're, what, what do they call it? Like maybe stoking the engine, your, your aerobic engine and building that base, um, yeah, so that's the update on how my training is going. Um, Hal Higdon's serving me well, and I am ready to enter week two. I love that his training plans start with a rest day. That's just kind of really nice. Monday, uh, I get to kick back, relax, and, and talk to you guys about running and how that's all going. I finished a really, really good book uh, that I got from the library entitled Running Smart, and it was uh, just, I mean, a a collection of, I almost want to say essays, but that's not, each chapter was like a a facet of running, and uh, whether or not it actually improves, Uh, so it was a a little bit of myth-busting on whether these things actually improve, you're running from running shoes, from you know, with certain dietary things and how that affects your running. It was such a really uh, just an interesting way of putting that information for someone like myself who is so new to the running scene. And I would highly recommend that book to anyone. Uh, the, The book is Running Smart by Mariska van Sprundel who, uh, she, okay, MIT Press, um, is who published it, I guess, and their little blurb says, a science writer and recreational runner explores the science behind popularly held beliefs about shoes, injuries, nutrition, runner's high, and more, and I just really appreciated her hands-on, um, the, the sort of gonzo gorilla style of like I was wondering if the my shoes were making a difference so I went to this scientist and they got me on the treadmill and they put sensors all over me it was like I, as I could almost see the Netflix documentary as I was reading the book um, and that made me think that like a chef's table type doc series about running and the science of running would actually be super fascinating. I would watch every single episode of that, especially if it was with, you know, someone as charismatic as this person seems. I don't, it's hard to, it's, it was not written in English. It was translated. So it's, I don't know. She came, her, her personality came through. And I feel like if there was a, Documentary series about like episode one shoes, and you know they're on the treadmill and you're seeing them running. I I would really I would watch that. And then if it was like a David Chang or style person, you know who's just like the the curiosity the in the um, it would have to be someone who is like a runner, but then also someone who's so curious about making their running better. I don't know. It, it's a very specific thing that I'm imagining. But whatever it is, like, whatever it would turn out to be, I would watch the absolute Jesus out of it. Um, so Netflix, execs, if you're listening, um, just make it, and, and you'd have one viewer. I would re-up my Netflix subscription to watch that. So... Um, now it's time for maybe the, uh, more awkward part of the podcast, which is corrections. I kept saying on the previous episode that I lost 120 pounds is incorrect. I've lost 110 pounds in my journey. Um, and I think what I was getting, I was not trying to puff myself up or, make it seem as though I've achieved more than I've actually achieved. I think what happened was I've been starting to tell people that if I lost 20 pounds this year, that would be, I would, I'm not necessarily gonna try to do that. Like there were some periods in my weight loss where I got super obsessed with like, I have to lose this amount of weight in this amount of time and anything you know, if I stand on the scale and it says this and I haven't hit this marker, I'm I, just some very what I would describe these days is unhealthy relationship to weight loss. So I've mentioned that 20 pound marker, not so much as like a I have to lose 20 pounds this year, but as a if I if I was just a little lighter on my feet for the running. I think that would be nice. Um, and 20 pounds was a number that kind of has started materializing for 2022. Um, and I think that combined with, I'm always talking about my original goal, which was to lose a hundred pounds. Those two got intermingled and I think that's how that happened. So I apologize, uh, for speaking out of turn um and for misleading the general public um and all i can say is i'll try and do better i will be better um but in all seriousness after i listened back to the podcast and editing i was like oh man i should probably set the story straight and uh consider it set so on to bigger better things much more interesting than the corrections And that is forecasting. So, I want to talk about the 262 idea and how it came about. And the answer is actually super boring. um, Insofar as there's not really a rhyme or reason other than I needed... This big, hairy, audacious goal that I actually felt like would be technically possible for me to achieve and potentially exceed. And so, um, you know, a lot of things cross my mind. I'd love here. Here are just like I'm going to freestyle go with what are some physical challenges that I'd love to complete Now that I'm officially a runner, I, okay. So first, obviously the marathon is like, uh, that's a one. We gotta do, we gotta do the marathon. You're going to be a runner. You gotta do the marathon. Uh, that's just, that's what it's happening. It's happening. We're going to do the marathon. And then after the marathon, obviously the ultra marathon. Marathon plus. Um, so I've, you know, looked into some ultra marathons, but see the previous 10 minutes ago in this very podcast that you're listening to where I said, I can't imagine running hundred miles a week. So we got to table that one for a little bit. Um, a triathlon, an Ironman. I think that would be super dope to not only run but also swim and then also bike. Um, I, I can swim, I can bike. I've never done either of those two things to the marathon level. Yeah, I think a triathlon would be insane, but fun. I'd love to do a triathlon. And then, I don't know, ultra, tri, I feel like then there are some of these like road running, but trail running. So doing something with a trail situation. Um, yeah, I guess I'm getting into mountain climbing. Like there's the Adirondack peaks, uh, near where I live. And the thing people do is they try and climb all of them. I think that would be fun. And then there's like, uh, sweatshirt or something that you're allowed to wear once you do that. Anything that you get to wear a thing. Here's okay. Here's actually just my goal in life. I want to put that 26.2 sticker on my Subaru. <laughs> Cuz I feel like that's when the trajectory of my life changed forever when we bought the Subaru. It was like, yeah, you're gonna uh they were like, and of course we'll put the bumper sticker on for you um, that you've run the marathon. And I said, I, in the car dealership, I was like, I'm so sorry. I've never run a marathon. They were like, okay, there is, um, a grace period. So you just, within two years of buying the Subaru, you run the marathon, you get the sticker. No problem. If you let that lapse though, we have to repossess the Subaru. Unfortunately, I w it's just public. It's, it's our, it's our policy. Um, we have to repo the Subaru if you don't run the marathon. So, and then I signed a little contract, um, with in my own blood and now I'm kind of here. I'm stuck. I have to run the marathon. Um, anyway, I, that was, we, oh, got away from ourselves, folks. Um, let's, uh, I'll, I'll gather up and regroup and understand that these are the musings of a very much child athletically speaking i cannot emphasize this enough that i am not an athlete and so even when i say i'm gonna run a marathon this year i feel like i really gotta rein myself in we're gonna do the half so let's get through the half then we'll get through the marathon and then every year of my 30s um really where that comes from is 26.2 times 10 I find myself at this weird axiomatic year where I'm going to be 30 this year and I've just started scratching the surface on what I'm capable of doing physically and I think completing that 5k was um, just the fact that I trained for it I did the couch to 5k thing and completing that was so just proving to myself that I could do it if I set my mind to completing the 5k I could do it and so now I have no doubt that I can do the half marathon and if I can do the half marathon I can do the full marathon and if I can do one marathon I can do 10 marathons and um, then it's just a matter of how do I find the time to train and get better. And I think having this podcast is uh, really a a way of enforcing that. Um, And then having the date on the calendar of, I'm running this half marathon really uh, has been nice. I like having the North star that points me in the direction to go. So all that to say, I don't know if I am going to actually do a marathon every year of my 30s, but it sounds so good, doesn't it? I mean, it just sounds correct. And so I feel like that's what I'm chasing right now, are these things that just feel like in my bones correct. And maybe I'll exceed the marathon, maybe, uh, you know, when I'm 33, I'll do... The marathon in the context of an Ironman. I think that would be really cool. Maybe when I'm 35, I'll do a marathon uh, in the context of the UTMB in f- Paris. Or not in Paris, but you, wherever it is. In France. The uh, um, uh, What is it? Uh, where is it? I'm going to look it up. ultra Trail de Mont Blanc. <laughs> It goes through a few different countries, doesn't it? That's what I'm remembering as I Google. Let's see. So it goes through France, Italy, and Switzerland. Are you kidding me? So it's 106 miles. You go through France, Italy, Switzerland. And a total elevation gain of around 10,040 meters. Jiminy Cricket. That's insane. 106 miles and you're going up 32, 33,000 feet. Um that is not going to be for my 35th that's gonna be we gotta wait till 38 for that but then it's like oh my gosh now i'm going up against my youth which is the whole point obviously but oh gosh they got a little graph here if you go on the wikipedia page for the utmb they got a graph of the elevation and so it looks like france and italy bear the brunt which makes sense with the alps I'm no geographer, but I know the Alps. Goodness. All right. Stay tuned on this. I feel like that would just be so much fun. So, the Ultra, the Try, these are things that cross my mind as I th- think about what would be fun to do. Um, but first, we got to get through this half. So, um, I don't know. It's a rest day. I think that's probably a good place to leave my rambling. Um, But I sincerely, if you're listening to this and you're considering running a marathon, let's do it together. Let's figure it out. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I appreciate you and I will see you on the next rest day.